Hello and welcome to Off Piste, where we try desperately to stay on topic as we talk about pop culture's biggest questions. I'm Neil Whitehead. I'm Joshua Ogle. And I'm Dan Tull. And this week... What would you get me for my birthday? So, it was Dan Tull's birthday a couple of weeks ago, and... The big 2-4. Well, Josh and I forgot to actually get him anything. So we figured we'd take this opportunity to sort of look at some fictional things that we could have got him uh, had we remembered to get him anything at all. So I figured we'd sort of pitch our ideas to him and then afterwards he could tell us maybe what it was he actually would have liked us to have got him if we'd got him something. A loving family. Well, that is not what I can provide. <laughs> Josh, what have you got? I've got you tickets. Well, that's a, that's a good start, because yeah. Dan's a musician. Exactly. So you had all of fiction. Yeah. You, you, got, were... me, you got me tickets. <laughs> well, I hadn't thought of that, Dan, but yeah, yeah no, that sounds shit. We're open with tickets. No, I, I've got you... T- it's a very uh, specific thing, which can then turn into a lot of things. I've got new tickets to the holodeck. You've got From Star Trek. From Star Trek. This is the holodeck on the USS Enterprise. You've got five tickets for you and a friend to use the holodeck at any point you wish but you only get five goes you've really balls this up because you've picked all of fiction again no 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 no, no. I've got you a fictional thing that gets you all of fiction yes you've also chosen a location that i got to say once every two films explodes the Enterprise (laughs) is destroyed in almost every not in a holodeck episode though in every... if, it's, if it's an episode, no, which, right. it, they tend to be bottle episodes. If you're gonna go on the holodeck, <laughs> the ship's not in danger. No, the ship is implied to be in danger, and then they pull the rug out. Okay, so I'm yeah. gonna be having a panic attack, but actually, I'm all right. Well, yeah. it depends where no, you. No, it's not your problem. When the ship's in danger, you're, you're just you're the tourist on board the ship. They're all on the bridge freaking out. Don't wear red. <laughs> ah, yeah, don't wear red. But I'm just I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm furious <laughs> that we invite Josh onto the podcast, and he takes the first possible opportunity to be like, your idea is my idea too, fuck you. Because <laughs> whatever I say now, he's going to go, you could do that in the holodeck. It is a trump card. But See, now I have to say out. the danger room from X-Men, otherwise I get blown out of the water. No, the same place, you can't say that. And also, I don't think you can get tickets to that. Because, that, that, again, that's another location that explodes on a regular basis. Yeah, I wasn't going to yes. say that. And can be in danger while you're still using it. Hold on, have we, just, have we cottoned onto a conspiracy about holodeck-based locations and explosions? Are what? they nuclear-powered? Um, I don't remember how things are powered in um, Star Trek. I crystals. <laughs> I There's a lot of crystals. <laughs> that word in its abstract. Yeah. Like, just on its own without context. I love the idea that there's, like, um, you know, like a physics professor and, like, it's it's NASA and he's prepared. So, so, so how are we... Uh... How does your new engine work? <laughs> Crystals, uh... mate! <laughs> I've got loads of them. We stuck them in a... You ever put a crystal in a rocket, mate? <laughs> Watch what happens. Trust me, it's fucking brilliant. Matt Damon went to Mars. Whoa. I don't, I don't remember a lot about that film. Were there crystals in it? It could have been. There's no suggestion okay. that there aren't. True. I refuse to believe that you can't go to space without some crystals. I believe Sandra Bullock in um, Gravity. Gravity was in fact a crystal. She's a crystalline human form, yeah. It's, it's no now we're back to X-Men, because that's that Emma one. Frost. Emma, Emma yeah. Frost. Who's really shit, because in, in X-Men First Class, all Magneto does is like wrap her with a chain and she cracks. Yeah. Like, she's meant to be hard as a diamond, right? To be fair, you can cut diamonds. I, oh, I'm aware, I'm aware. But they, they make this whole thing like, oh, she's resistant to bullet. And he's like, I've got this standard pipe. Oh, there's the... Uh, the old alarm system gone off there. That's uh, that means someone's broken into the studio. 
That sounded like a bad edit in real life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to edit over that to make that better. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the studio. <laughs> that, that movie bugged me for a variety of reasons, not least of which I can't work out why anyone was working in association with K-Bakes. With who, sorry? Kevin Bacon, sorry. Kevin no, Bacon, right, sorry. K-Bakes, yeah. We're pretty close, isn't it? Now we'll use K-Bakes, but before... I mean, <laughs> when I hang out with K-Bakes, that's what I call him. Sorry. Yeah, yes. and, and Kevin routinely like tells you off for it. Oh, he doesn't like it. Yeah, of course he doesn't. But I'm not going to do what K what? says. Right, so he, I have an issue with Kevin Bacon's career. Right? I need to have a word with his agent, right? Because like, uh, X-Men First Class wasn't that long ago. No. And Potentially, like, a good re-emergence of Bacon, because he hadn't really done no, much there's a big gap since, like, the early 90s. Yeah, almost. it's a huge film for him to be, and he was great in it. And what does he do? He's got this huge opportunity, right, yeah, to run with this. What does he do? E3 adverts. E adverts. My bad. Yeah. Mm. Which he's great in, don't get me wrong. They're funny adverts. It's it it a fine job. It's him sucking his own wang, though, because he gets to dress up as characters. It, it is thoroughly him just being like, hey, me? Actually, From movies yeah, I was in? Yeah, you're very much describing how yeah. those work. Actually, back to the holodeck. Yeah. Can we rename it? Because the holodeck, we've had this discussion off podcast about the Mysturbatory. You want to rename the holodeck the Mysturbatory? Think about it. I think what he's trying to say is he's going to use the... (laughs) Oh, don't (laughs) fight! (laughs) I'd like to go again, please, (laughs) Gene Roddenberry. What what I'm going to do is is fuck the, you know, you and a friend. I'm I'm taking ten tickets. I'll have ten guys. (laughs) I thought, you, yet, I thought you were going to suggest that you were going to bring your girlfriend. But no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, why when you're going masturbate? <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> to be fair, you don't need to masturbate. Don't tell me that if you had the holodeck, you wouldn't use it for 90% wanking, 10% like, I don't know, thinking about wanking. I can honestly I think, say I, I wouldn't. I think that's a waste. I might do it one time. So you're thinking that you're more of the opposite. You're the 10% wanking, mm. 90% I'm, thinking about wanking. Okay, Josh has given me a dirty look now, but... Let's be realistic. You could say anything. Oh, I want. I mean, is it, is it? Well, maybe it is wanking at that stage. I don't know. Well, it's, it's not wanking because yeah. it's a hard light hologram yeah. on on your penis. Ooh, that, oh, now, now you've described it in its clinical form. I'm not sure I like that. No, it sounds much no, more. No, hard light. Ooh, that sounds like it could get in places and then solidify. Okay, don't. Most of the time, they'll go in in costume and not really interact physically with the. I know you're right. Of the world. So I think to. Have sex with it, which is what. <laughs> That's vile. <laughs> which is what wanking using the holiday would be. I think it's taking risks that they probably haven't accounted for. See, I'm I not think they have. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they install a, a, that level of I, no, virtual like, reality is just in its infant phases right now in the human world, and already, oh, already there are sex <laughs> units. So yeah. but they get in. They get. They they stop off on like alien worlds and get them in to sort it out. You get these kind of like binary creatures who only speak in, in, in yeah. binary to fix the holodeck. You're, you don't want to trust them to make, again, a machine you're going to fuck. Well, so, hold, hold on. I, I, now, I think day one of the development of this technology, there is Dr. How do we design it to suck? Holodeck. <laughs> Dr. Holodeck. It's weird that that was his name, but you know, he was in the job that he liked. And it's day one. He's describing the incredible like advancements in this technology. And then someone in the crowd is just like, can I fuck it? And they're like, uh, probably. Yeah. I, I guess there's murmurs in the crowd. Yeah, so, yeah it's ju- like all the, all, all the journos are just writing down Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> this does remind me, and I'm going to bring it back to X Men because that's what I do. The Danger Room in X Men does become sentient at one stage and try and murder everyone. Doesn't Professor X just lobotomize it? Well, yes, he does. He discovers this burgeoning artificial intelligence based on alien computers, and he goes, 
no, and he crushes it with his mind powers. And then later, it regains sentience and murders everyone. It convinces a boy to jump to his death. It's wicked dark. X-Men, it really, like, is on the fringe of ridiculous. Because, like, you describing that then makes me think, I never want to be interested in X-Men. Like, it sounds shit. But to be fair, they but, do it really but it's, well. It, it, but within the context, you're like, oh, yeah, of course. That yeah, run okay. was written by, who's the guy that directed Firefly? Oh, um... Joss Whedon. Joss yeah, Whedon. Nathan Fillion. No. <laughs> no. And Joss Whedon, say what you like about him. He writes a good story. He does. Yeah. He does, yeah. What would you like to say about him? Uh, I mean, a lot of people disagree with his portrayal of women. No. A lot of people disagree with his, the kind of... He does a lot of the same things over and over. He, he has a he's he got has, the Joss Whedon formula. Yeah, exactly. It's he, he, yeah, he, a good formula. He has one like mode it. that works nicely in sort of a limited dose, yeah. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is uh, not to say that Firefly wouldn't have been majestic had it continued. I reckon you could have got four good seasons, four, out of it. four great seasons, and then and a then a couple movie. of shit ones. It does get to now that it it's only one season, get to exist in a world in which it could have been great. Well, that's that's yeah. the good thing about quitting while you're ahead. Yeah. But they didn't quit while they were ahead. They quit while they were about to get ahead. Yeah. If, it had, if it had died after season two, we'd still be feeling the same stuff, but it'd it's, be more founded. It's like shooting Mo Farah in the final 500 metres of a marathon. Like, you know he was going to do well. Right. But he but didn't quite have, get the chance. You don't have to know that he might not have done well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Like, you were pretty sure. <laughs> then the, the starting linesman has gone on a strange racist tyrant and he's he's taking out Farrah. <laughs> of all the runners I mean, you could shoot, Farrah's the most lovable one. Yeah, sure. I know he is, isn't he? Have you seen his um his corn mints advert? Yeah, it's he's, so good. He's, yeah. He makes me want to eat corn. I mean, obviously, the uh, the deliciousness of actual meat makes me not want to do that. But I mean, I eat loads of corn. If anyone was going to convince me, it's him. Because he's like... I thought about it. He's like, I'm an Olympian. Like, the thing I like about corn, and we're not even talking about pop culture anymore. This is just my opinion on corn. Yeah, sure. If you want food now, it's a meat substitute for... Now you don't have to defrost it; right. it just goes from the freezer into a pan and becomes food. I mean, that's yeah, upside. and the fact that it's not meat doesn't really matter if it's tasty exactly. and delicious. Because I'm pretty sure I've eaten stuff that says it's meat that isn't. I'm pretty sure I've eaten things that aren't meat before. Yeah, well, I mean, we've gotten really fixed on a topic that's not relevant, so I'm just going to mm. move things on. Right? What can you eat in the uh... holiday? You can't eat anything. I'm pretty sure well, in you... the original Star Trek, you don't eat them. I'm I'm going Star Trek Next Generation. Oh my bad. Um, and they do use the replicator within that. I, as a general rule, I would avoid interacting with it that physically. For example, when they when they really start, because obviously whenever they use the holiday, if that's the entire episode, yeah. things will go a little bit funny because they'll always try and push it a little bit further. For example, when you're talking about this artificial intelligence uh, coming to life in the X Men, they do a similar thing with Moriarty because they. They they ask from Sherlock. They go back into Sherlock times. They go into Sherlock times. I should I should add now. I've never actually watched Star Trek, so I don't really know what the holodeck is. I've seen the new films, and there isn't a holodeck. When I say holodeck, what are you thinking? Imagine the Imaginarium from Community. Uh, Well, I was thinking the Danger Room. Is that about right? Yeah, Yeah. like a virtual reality big space, and it's spacey. Yes, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Perfect. So you could Um, fuck it. Come on, within the rules of the show. You could fuck someone in it, and someone, As I say, someone has probably fallen in love in it, and then also, they have to be reminded. Like, can we quickly talk about how Professor X and Jean Luc Picard both have a holiday in danger? Bald. But they're, they're, they're the same guy, <laughs> <laughs> and they both have a, a, a virtual reality room. Yeah, and they probably both so, fucked it. So what I'm what I'm trying to say is that I suspect that Arbed may secretly be played by Patrick Stewart. 
Ah, the Imagineer from uh, from Community, which is oh, right. There we are. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was. I, I mentioned it earlier. Yeah. No. Well, you said Arvid, and I I wasn't. Um, not that familiar. Right. I'm going to tell you about my plans that I had. I'll admit they fell through, but I had plans. You've been shut down for a Jeff Goldblum themed party. Well, I'm <laughs> sorry. <but> that's. <laughs> I mean. So everyone was going to dress up as their favourite Jeff Goldblum characters. But surely I could just have all the Jeff Goldblums. Shut up. <laughs> and there was going to be a cake shaped like like Jeff Goldblum's face. That's good. That's what you want. Um, I actually subscribed to a page on Facebook called the same photo of Jeff Goldblum every day. So I know that, which is why I right. thought Jeff Goldblum would it's be what happened. It's, you know, a, it's, it's a, important I, I re- to him, obviously. I recommend all listeners do check out that page because it's an absolute cracker of a picture of him. Like, it's prime Goldblum. Um, and then, you know... We're going to play some Jeff Goldblum-themed party games, maybe. And then, at the height of the evening, we're going to unveil my dual gifts for you. Right? It's two Goldblum-themed gifts to really make... See, this this is where my idea does come into play, because it's definitely more permanent than Josh's idea. Oh, my God. All right? Number one. I'm going to get you the dinosaur cloning machines... From Jurassic Park. Nice, okay. We're going to clone you some dinosaurs. We'll ride a Stegosaurus. Can I have Jeff Goldblum there to comment on it in a sarcastic yet knowledgeable manner? Yes. Good. No, that's, that's... <laughs> Jeff will find a way. Yeah. Um, but then um, I pull off a second you, sheet. What do you do? Go lift up all the dinosaur skirts? <laughs> I pull off a second sheet and there is the teleporter from The Fly. I don't want that. Yes, you do. Because then we can combine the two, right? And no. turn you into the creature of your dreams, Dan Pterodactyl. Okay, I'm back. You've got, <laughs> you've got wings. You've taken two failed experiments built in optimism of creating, you know, of scientists in pursuit of perfection, which both failed catastrophically. But they failed combined in Combined the them and gone, it'll work In this time. theory, a negative plus a negative does equal a yep. positive, and that's maths. That is maths, Josh. That's Pythagoras. No, it's not. It could be. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't know that he, that was like his less famous one. He's like, oh, worked out positives and negatives. Also, triangles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, and were, yeah, and they, that's it. That's what he said. And they were like, Pythagoras, though, the, the, the triangles are fucking sick, bruv. Like... Fuck, fuck the positive. We get that. It's like positive and negative. Like when you put them together, they actually make the plus. But you know, fuck, listening man. to Dan Toll try to explain <laughs> maths is just educational. It's like watching a monkey at a typewriter. It <laughs> really well, is. You know, something will, something good will come eventually. But my point is, right? Yeah, you can do five things for five times with Josh's shitty holodeck. Ten if I can buy my tickets. True. Unless they're like plus ones. I could probably negotiate something. Also, how long do I get in the holodeck? Can uh, I manipulate time? Like, no, no, no. It's it's all it's real time. Yeah, yeah, straightforward like that. When yeah. they when they experience something in the holodeck, they're lost for a bit. Um, yeah, well, what? Well, I suppose it depends. I'd give you a day. One ticket is one day. It's a day pass. A like like a theme park. It's yeah. Like a full week. You do a lot in a week. I mean, yeah, as a, as a I mo- still feel like you're talking about <laughs> fucking it, and it really upsets as, me. As a monstrous. Pterodactyl hybrid, though. I mean, yes, my name pun comes into it. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad, but what do I do? Whatever the fuck <laughs> you want, you're a pterodactyl what now. What parts do I get, though? Wings. Just wings. And the teeth. Uh, that means I have the beak. No, no, not the beak, just the, te- the pointy teeth. And maybe the feet. I feel like the feet are pretty good. You need that for landing, don't yeah. you? Um, <laughs> also, but... you're scaly now, like the lizard from Spider-Man. Oh, that's pretty cool, because, you know... Oh god, that film! I've 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 watched that film, Amazing Spider-Man, again recently because it's on Netflix. It doesn't now. make any fucking sense. I, it's it's this thing where 
Kurt Connors is otherwise a completely rational scientist. He goes a bit lizardy, and then he's like, "Everyone must be a lizard." <laughs> to be it's fair, it's the superior race. It's what I've always thought. And all it is is they can grow back limbs, sort of. They're they stronger. Their tails, they're, stronger. They? they're faster. Yeah, yeah, but they're Scaling. fucking lizards. And he's like, he's like, I'm gonna turn everyone into a lizard. But what I don't get is right. Even if he, there's no tension because even if he'd succeeded. We know the formula isn't permanent. Yeah, it doesn't work. So everyone would turn back and go, oh, well, shit, we should fix this. And And we get into this really cool day-night cycle where you spend, like, six hours as a lizard and then six hours as a dude, like, fixing all the shit you fucked up as a lizard. Everyone's were-lizards. That's what it is. That sounds like a great movie. Does it? Well, the concept (laughs) being that that the whole of society turns into lizards every single night and you wake up every single morning and have to fight. It's werewolf, but on a massive scale. Sometimes we are lizards. We are lizards. (laughs) That's what they'll call it. (laughs) We are lizards. Brackets. Sometimes. We are lizards is a club night hosted by a rapper called Scroobius Pip. That's all I've got. Oh my god. This is all about this bloody government conspiracy. Is he a lizard? Is everyone, are we lizards? Is this like Fight Club but shittier? <laughs> where rather than turning into rock hard Brad Pitt, you turn into a lizard. a lizard. That'd be pretty funny if we could superimpose over the entire entire edit of Fight Club. Just every time Tyler Durden's on. It's the lizard from Amazing he, no, Spider-Man. No, he's just getting more and more lizard-like as, as uh, what's his name? Well, the unnamed protagonist, um, s- like slowly works out who he is. Like, and by the end, he's just, he's just like got the tongue going in and out. Who is that guy? Bruce, uh, Edward Norton? Edward Norton, yeah. Yeah, carry on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Fight Club, good movie. Amazing yeah. Spider-Man, not good movie. Mm. Positives and negatives, again, can we make a great movie? <laughs> well, if you combine Amazing Spider-Man 1 and Amazing think- Spider-Man 2, you'll probably get Fight Club. The thing is, Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man 1 isn't terrible. It's not good. Up until Civil War came out, I would say that that was probably one of the more accurate portrayals of Spider-Man. Yeah, he was funny, he had a good time. Amazing Spider-Man 2 is almost unwatchable and it's so self-important. They're like, look at all the sequels we're going to make. Are you Sony? It's so annoying. are you? Because marketing for films now, it's all just completely overstuffed with we're going to build out this franchise. Then they show you a film and you're like, oh, that's for that franchise, that's for this one. Where's the film? Yeah, the film market's the film now. Yeah, it's like, advertised by I the thought, film. I thought the before. second yeah. one had, like, it's got some good bits in it, though. Like, when Gwen Stacy... But it's Stacey, three movies jammed yeah, into an hour when, and a half. When Gwen Stacy dies, like, that's amazing. That's a great way to show that. And really brave to kill off Emma yeah. Stone, who's, like, your money. Like, she's but also, they get... tell us she's going to die right at the beginning, when in her graduation speech, she just brings up To be death. fair, everyone knew she was going to die. Yeah. Like no 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 but not 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 outside of you know if you've done the homework or if you're, if you're no, I I feel like anyone that looked into that movie in any way knew she was gonna die that, that, that before is, seeing it yeah. is telegraphed massively though she has that graduation speech yeah. she's like sometimes people die yeah, it's, it's, and it's, so, like, it's all right know, just you move never on know when anyone might die like me maybe for example <laughs> not at, saying and but, then and then the like the ghost of her deceased father is just haunting Peter like <laughs> don't let my daughter die and then she dies and he's like oh my god by the way every Spider-Man film has ended with a funeral. To be fair, that's quite a Spider-Man thing. It is, but let's not have one of those. Let's have a Spider-Verse film. Let's go fucking crazy. Let's just. I uh, really hope we have Spider-Verse. Like, can you imagine? I, and as a send-off to two fine actors who were just dealt shit. They're hands, not in it. Let's get them in there, no. Let's get them in the, they're, the. They're not in it though. I know they're not in this one, but we. Let's... I really hope Silk's in it. I like Silk. Yeah, Silk's like we're a... not. We're not going to have her in this one, but we. Uh, she let's... could be in Homecoming. She might be, but she I... probably won't be. I like that Marvel have named it Homecoming. Yeah, because it's like. 
fuck off, fuck off, Sadie. We got it. Right. Can we talk quickly about Fan Four Stick again? No. And about how that movie was trying to set up a franchise. <laughs> that movie didn't set up its that film. Ma- that it movie wasn't up, even it a didn't movie. Set up the second act. <laughs> Have you, have you seen I've not it? seen Fantastic. Right. Carry on having not seen yeah, it. Apparently, so, you know, I'm not you know, with films sometimes they'll do reshoot. In fact, most films they'll do reshoots, and they might reshoot like a, they'll, they'll, they'll reshoot some scenes. Say, like, they'll shoot like a quarter, reshoot a quarter of the film just because a new trend has happened and they want to capitalize. It's perfectly normal. They're doing that on Suicide Squad. Aren't yeah. They? yeah, they reshot quite a lot. And, it's, in and, and Squad, apparently, it's, it's working really well for it. I think that film will have come out by the time this probably. Is Maybe it was good. Maybe it wasn't. Hmm. Um, so they reshot so much of Fantastic. That the lead female's hair changes style, cut, and color in almost every shot. But it's wow. like camera angle on her in in conversation. Back to you know Johnny Storm, who's you know black, which is fine. But then she's not black because you can't have two blacks. Yeah, it seems like if you were going to increase diversity, you do it in a logical way. It's they're like bl- they're black now. They're be fine. They're yeah. brother and sister. Yeah, and it's not meant to be an adoption thing. They're and blood. Like also, he's. Clearly, neither of them are mixed race. Is my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's impossible for them to have had the same parentage. They don't know. She's adopted. That's what they're doing. They changed that origin. I didn't even notice. Well, yeah. Well, to be honest, a lot of things. Happen but yeah, in that yeah. Movie. So we'll cut back and forth in this conversation, and the hair goes from where it starts off at this sort of mousy brown to bright blonde to mousy brown, and, and like it changes lengths wildly, cause, cause, but also style. Because sometimes it'll be up, then down, then up within like three sentences. Because. Between shooting the main thing and reshooting, she got a new role where she had to cut her hair down to a pixie cut, so she's had to go back and wear a wig in these reshoots. But this is a multi-million dollar film! My favourite one of that is in X2, where, um... Oh yeah, Fucking Hugh Jackman was already shooting for that movie about killing vampires, Van Helsing. But then they had to reshoot a scene in the White House, in the Oval Office. And so he's wearing a Wolverine wig over his Van Helsing hair, and so his head's just fucking huge. <laughs> it's like the tallest it's thing. Wow, we, we have we have gone what, right off piece. So well, we've, we've essentially Josh is offering you five tickets to the holodeck, and I'm offering you a lifetime of pissing on people from above. So we've got. Something with no consequence and something with being shot down day one, because let's be honest, that's what happens. <laughs> Probably. Pterodactyl! <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what Your pterodactyl impression is bizarre. <laughs> Could be completely accurate. Could be. I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm just saying it's weak. You can't prove it wrong. Yeah, no. Uh, Once again, it's not necessarily wrong, it's just very strange. Yeah, well, you know, why, why go with the, what Jurassic Park tells us is the noise? Maybe they, maybe they actually were really eloquent. Spoke Mad- German. Fluent German. Hello. <laughs> Mr. Ich habe deine Pterodactyl, mein Herr. Flap, flap, ja. Deinen Flappen. <laughs> yum, yum. Ooh, ich will dein Essen. Mm. Yeah, this is much better. That's, that's definitely... <laughs> hey, we're not in Europe anymore. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, dear. And we'll be way out of Europe by this time. Um, um, yeah. Right. So what do you want, Dan? Were we close? Warm? Oh, you know what? I just, I just want to be... Back in Europe. No, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this isn't topical anymore. Just an FYI. It could be. You know what? You know what's going to happen. Yeah. Fuck it. God, wasn't it crazy when Blair was like, "I'm actually Batman." What? Can we? Could happen. Move away from shit political humor, which is just not our strong point. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pundit, isn't it? <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't really know. To you know, emphasis heavily on pun. Yeah, exactly. Pundit. You know. Right. What do you want? A pundit. Um, you can't have one. I tried it. Uh. 
What, so I have to choose one of yours? No, no, you no, no tell no. us what you want. Your own gift. All right, my own gift. What should we have got you? What Correct should us. you have got me? Um, I think you should have got me a return flight. All right. Uh, to a location in the far reaches of space. Um, well, it could be in the far reaches. That sounds of space. expensive. Well, it's, it changes really. You could you could plan it because it's is a it? it's a trip to ego the living planet. Did you say you could plan it? Yeah. Was that deliberate? No. But I wish it was. You could have taken it. Okay. Let's go through quickly again. And I know I've done this a few times. What ego the living planet is? He's a planet. He's an insane, sentient purple planet with a beard. Yeah. With giant rockets strapped to the back of him, so he flies uncontrollably through space, Imagine. desperately trying to uplift other planets to sentience. Imagine it. He's like an intergalactic snooker ball. What does he want with you? Well, he doesn't want anything with me. I just want to experience the beard forest. Like, I want to see what's in there. Yeah, I mean... I it's got to be creatures and stuff. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, really? Because if it's, if it's flying through... Sp- my knowledge of astrophysics is limited, but if it's flying through I mean, space that does show, by Josh. two rockets strapped to the it's probably more yeah. than two bit rockets. of the planet. Well, the back. He's got a face on right. the front, so, so that makes it the back. So it's not orbiting a star. No, it flies around. Sure. So Creating, creating gravity worlds as he goes. <laughs> That's not how gravity works, but carry on. Uh, so it's freezing, nah, right? Nah, he's quite... Uh, he's got a blood... I think he's right. So nothing's there. It's, yeah, it's loads of stuff. Well, <laughs> apart from ego... Who... I don't fully recall. I think he is, in fact, purple goo surrounding a planet. So he is... He's right, I see. So he's... he's he so is the big, living he's thing. the... Right. Yeah. There is a planet... I believe so. Core. Yes. Um, oh, you... Since since we've last talked about Ego, you, my reliable source of information, have discovered more about him. I, I didn't I, realise he was a bog. <laughs> a bog? I, I thought Boglins for a second. I got really confused. Remember Boglins? He's the game Boggle. No, uh, you, you said he's goo surrounding a planet. Like. Yeah, I think he's purple goo around... I don't know. What Where? happens if he hits a giant space wall? Does he... What? I know he hit Earth one time, but he turned into a man, so it was okay. Marvel Comics, right? <laughs> no, to be fair, this was in the 80s. This was in the 80s where nothing made sense. Marvel Comics. It's, it, Marvel Comics at one point had the same writing style as Monty Python, but without the irony. So in the life of Brian, Brian is falling from a building, and he will die. So how does he survive? Naturally, an alien spaceship comes down, picks him up, and takes him into my, space for a bit. Because that's that's how you get out of it. That's pre- how Marvel writes. My preferred version of that joke is where um, they're trying to get through a cave, but there's a monster, and then the cartoonist dies. So the monster yes. dies. Yeah. That's just a good gag. But I think it was more with Marvel, they were trying to outdo themselves so consistently that it spiraled wildly out of control. And then eventually like they had go. Like eventually they just had to go, well, no. And then an ultimate nullifier turns up and all the problems. That's are what solved. I wanted. I knew I'd forgotten what I wanted. I want the ultimate nullifier. You can't have the ultimate nullifier. Of all the people I don't trust with the ultimate nullifier, Josh, you are top of the list. Josh, do you know what the ultimate nullifier is? No, he hasn't been listening to the podcast. Piece of shit. And here he is on it. You didn't do it. Right, so the ultimate nullifier... This is a setup. ...is a weapon that... Um, it was invented by Uatu the Watcher, who you well know, know is a baby-faced giant man on the moon. Who uh-huh. just is instructed to watch. He's de- dead now. He had, is! Had his eyes ripped out by Nick Fury. Real good. Uh. Um, actually, it was a life model decoy. Mm. Fucking nerds. <laughs> um, but, uh, also a hero called Orb. Who has an eye for a head? Got one of them, and it was fucking great. He's awesome. I've never heard of Orb before. He's a man in a red suit with a giant eyeball instead of a head, and he stole one of the Watcher's eyes and went insane. Yeah, you would do, because I mean, 
It's I, his head. Uh, it's like a whole small tiny head. It's like if you if you suddenly picked up a baby's head because it's smaller than yeah. your head, you'd be like, "That's pretty grim." I'm gonna gonna go mad now. What's the ultimate nullifier? <laughs> so the the ultimate nullifier, you shoot someone with it, and then they didn't exist. Oh, okay. They are ultimately nullified. They're it's nu- like a tiny shitty gun it looks that like, removes someone from existence, like the cracks in Doctor Who. Am I talking like that? Yes. Weaponized. So, so but then a... much more controllable in a yes. terrifying way. Right. And often... Like you could drop it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you could give it to someone like Reed Richards, which is what does happen. And he's like an egomaniac. So like he's like, behold, I have the ultimate nullifier. I'm going to nullify you real good. And well, then... no, what actually happens is Galactus turns up and wants to eat the planet. At which point Uatu goes, well, here, have this reality, re- reality defying technology and gives it to Reed Richards, which is... I'm not going to lie, I trust Reed Richards more than I trust you. Reed Richards is the stretchy man. He, and imagine if they gave that to the Reed Richards from Fantastic. He, What would happen? I was reading a comic recently where Reed Richards has lost his mind and has built a, a super city that has engulfed Europe. Good man. Um, Brexit. And it has... Uh, time moves much quicker inside it, and he kills loads of superheroes, and he tortures Tony Stark to death. Why? I didn't finish it. How does he manage to get the drop on Tony Stark? Because he has a giant super city that's built with, like, Reed Richards tech. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, you think... I, didn't, I wasn't going anywhere with that. Sorry, no, you but... think owning a city doesn't really give you... Like, it gives you power in a sort of political sense. Well, no, no, it's, it's like a robo-city thing. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, mm, I can't explain it properly. Uh, Why is it you want the ultimate nullifier? I what just, are you going to nullify? I, no, I, I'm probably not going to nullify much. You're going to threaten. I, I mean, can, I need to. I need to read the manual. But can you nullify an idea? I don't believe so. Well, okay, that's fine. But I, I could like. <laughs> I could nullify all the people that had the ideas. <laughs> but so if fuck I, it. but if I were to nullify, you know, like, uh, so you got to be, you'll be quite smart with it, haven't you? Um, a dehydrated. Oh no, uh, there you go. If I were to nullify cancer cells in a petri dish. Just, they're gone from existence, meaning... I don't think you've got rid of all cancer. But surely it's a, it's a like a spiraling fractal no, effect. No, because if you, if, you, if, if you nullify a person, you don't nullify all people. That's true, that's true. Um, fuck. What about like Ebola, <laughs> which it arguably always comes from the same But place. they're still different no, it's still things. The same. But you it's could, something... you could still, if you were very, very careful, nullify someone's cancer. Yeah, so yeah, that's where that's where you'd be because you could you could adopt. I mean, I like to, I like that I'm saying that I'd use it for good. Fuck off! I'd take out the Kardashians instantly. I don't understand why people hate the Kardashians. Why do you? You don't have to know about them. No, they don't it, do anything it, to you. No, but it, it would be a guiltless test of this weapon. <laughs> I think you should feel guilty when you murder people. No, they're not murdered. That's the thing. They're just they're not. I guess that's... What's co- the morality? Yeah, that is complex. <laughs> that is very Because complex. no one will ever call you up on it, and probably you won't either, because you'll never know, because they didn't exist. See, I don't think that can be how it works, because when um, Galactus comes... No, because they didn't actually nullify him, did no, they? No, it's, it's mostly used as a nuclear deterrent, because it, it's like a, if you, you could eat the planet, or have a good go, or one shot from this, and you never existed, so why don't you go eat another planet? And Galactus mostly is just like, okay, I will, because I don't really like the hassle. Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it like fleshed out that he's just like really hungry and all he can eat is planets? And the planets that sustain him the best are ones with sentient life. Yeah. So it's, 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 a, it's, it's not that he has any issue with Earth, he just right. likes He's planets. hungry. Yeah. yeah. He's just trying to live, isn't it? Like, um, so I'm, I'm sad to say that Josh and I weren't particularly close to the mark. No. Although I'd like to think that our presents are at least <laughs> less existentially terrifying. 
Yeah, they, they raise less questions. Mind you. Actually, Josh's one raised the most questions vis-a-vis can you fuck it? Can you? And if you nullify something within there, is that actually gone or is the hard light version of it gone? Well, you can't have both, you greedy little shit. Well, I'm going to take both because I've got the nullifier. I can get everything. That's true for you guys. I can't argue now. Right. Well, on that terrifying threat, I think we'll call it. So if you want to let us know um, what you would get, Dan, because, you know, we've all missed it. Fuck it. You can, you can tweet us at... At Off-Piece Podcast. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Off-Piece Podcast. Or you can email us at offpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Funny Dan Luck sign off. Funny Dan Luck sign off.